Hi, and welcome to the Yogaverse, brought to you by your favorite IG yogis, Nacho Gurus. C. And J. The podcast where we talk about life, yoga, fitness, and social media. Stay tuned. Today we're going to talk about life passions, meditation, I'm sorry, manifestation, breath work, and daily yoga practice. That's a whole lot for one episode, but we're going to get through it. And we have some upcoming projects. Uh, the Munslay Coffee Bays. It's every Monday in July, and it's hosted by our good friend Tito and sponsored by Normal Coffee. Uh, give them a follow on IG. You will not be disappointed. Uh, he's a guy that follows his life passions. His just happens to be coffee. Ours is yoga. And today, that's one of our topics. Uh, life passions. And how do you get there? How do you find what it is that you're even passionate about uh, manifestation how do you manifest your life passions it, it's a big thing because you have to figure out what you're passionate about first uh, what do you think See, it, it's the thing that you're doing that fires you up or the thing that you're doing that you lose time when you do it when we do yoga a lot of the times we look up or we eventually look at a clock and we're like, oh my goodness, that was an hour yeah. or, or longer. Or the day has passed. We sit down for breath work and you know, the whole afternoon is gone. I have no idea where it even went sometimes. So it's that thing that, that fires you up, that thing that gets your heart pumping and your, 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 inner, your inner stuff churning. Yeah. That thing that you can't stop thinking about. And it has to be truly yours, though. It can't be somebody else's goal for you. It has to be something that makes you feel alive. If it's something that you dread, then it's not really your passion. It's somebody else's passion for you. Right. That There's a whole struggle that I believe goes on within us, or at least some of us. And it's it's like what we're brought up to think that we should be versus what our heart and our soul wants us to be like who we really are well even if it's not what we think we should be we know what others think that we should be and then we try to fit those roles even if it doesn't fit us how many people they live their life trying to be what their parents told them that they should be you know we never look into what it is that we truly want and that comes into the one of the next topics is manifestation and how how do you do that? How does that even work? Does it sounds like magic? Is it real? A lot of people that are successful, they claim that that's how they got there. Well, we're manifesting all the time. We're manifesting at all moments, every thought that we have. You know, they, it says in the beginning there was the word. It, it, I believe that that's thought. And everything begins with thought. So I think that in order to manifest, we have to learn to become mindful of our thoughts first and foremost and i think that the key ingredient is having everything lined up like is your idea is what you're trying to create does it line up with your heart does it line up with your your spirit and your soul and does that line up with yes, everything else that's a good point so does your passion life's passion line up with what you're trying to manifest the goal that you're trying to accomplish and are your actions lining up with that because those two things have to be aligned. Um, like we said, you can't be what other people want you to be. A manifestation is the, the process in where you're trying to bring your thoughts into reality. Now, that has to be your thoughts. Again, like I said, what 
you feel passionate about. It can't be somebody else's passions for you. And it is a tool that we've practiced and we've seen it work, you know, in, in small ways. We've seen crazy things happen, really. Yeah. I mean, I, I at one point was um, given a car to borrow from a stranger so that I could get to a workshop that I needed to go to. Um, and I believe that spirit is what, you know, sent that forth or I manifested it, whatever it was, the universe moved things around in a way that allowed me to get there at a time when I didn't think I could get there. There was at a time where she didn't really have anything. It was a long time ago, but you know, we've came a long way since then. And just getting this ride to New Jersey was a huge deal. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, she never would have got to go. We wouldn't be here right now if she wouldn't have been set in that direction. Yeah, that's true. I totally believe that. Because we do tie yoga to spirituality. For us, it's just mind, body, and spirit. Yeah, there's no separating that for us. But we understand that not everybody has the same views on that. And we'll talk about that in a later episode, uh, the difference between like classical yoga and other different... No, and we would love to hear about, you know, our listeners, what is your life passions? What what are you looking for? Because whether it is yoga, fitness, cooking, whatever, social media and networking is a great way to find other people that your passions align with. Because, you know, we've talked to people that they're in an area where their goals and dreams aren't supportive. It's not that what they're passionate about, they're not good at, they're great at, but they don't have anyone in their area to, to help them and, and help to support push them. them. Yeah. Because most of us, hey, if we're good at something, we don't really need help. We just need somebody to say, hey, good job. Keep going. Yeah, you need that, that encouragement. And, and it's important that we're surrounding ourselves with the vibrations that, that are conducive to creating what we want to create. If you're surrounding yourself with naysayers or people that don't believe in you, then you're going to have to work that much harder to get where you want to go. But, like, we're from an area where there's a lot of factory work and... A lot of grunt work. Yeah, and that goes on for generations. And it seems like what happens is that for one generation to another, they almost expect it upon the next. When there's more out there in life, there's so much more to this world than... Not that that's not important, because we need every single job that's out there. we need every single job, but when you see somebody's lights shining help it shine brighter because we need everything we don't just need factory workers we need yoga teachers we need artists we need film creators we need everything we we need things that we don't even know the name of yet because we're living in a world where now you can create your job you can create what whatever it is that what that you're greatest at whatever it is your gift to the world that's what you should be doing and i guarantee you that's what you're going to be passionate about and that's where you need to be and we were talking about how Instagram is a great place if you're in an area where you don't have a lot of support Um, you can go on there and you can find people like-minded individuals like yourself who you know they're maybe they're going through similar things and they'll give you that pat on the back I know that we've had a ton of amazing experiences and connections on Instagram since we've been here it has been overwhelmingly positive and I mean it just touches my heart in a way that I never never could have expected it's been an amazing experience and we just love everybody so much and all the love and support that that comes in it's we're very grateful for it we feel very blessed 
Like last week, I talked about Paige. I called her the patron saint of yoga. She helped me get yoga teacher training in a time where I didn't even know who to talk to. I was making phone calls, and nobody was calling me back in the area. And there's somebody that's like, hey, you know, I believe that you're passionate about this, so I'm going to help that you. That was on. when COVID first. Well, yeah, but that, that was first a little, started, I think, because we made phone calls and we were like, are they open? Are they closed? Yeah, we didn't know who was open, who was closed. There was an ashram close by, and. I, I noticed, oh, see, this is how you know things are working out. Because they did send a voicemail, but I didn't get it until weeks later. There wasn't even a notification for it. Not until after I'd already started the training program. That, that Paige was, saying. Yeah, that was, that's how I kind of knew I was in the right direction. Also, it's Rockstar Teacher Training. <laughs> you know, it kind of lines up perfectly. All right, now why is any of this even important? Well, because I believe that only when people are living out their passions can we manifest a world that's good for all of us we all need to be happy and feel complete by not being yourself you're not you're, you're actually not giving yourself to the world and by not giving yourself to the world in the way that you're meant to and not following your life's passion and your life's purpose you're you're hurting yourself and the potential of all the things that you could create that's right all the things that you could be not just what you are but you know sometimes we don't go after our dreams because we think okay well if I fail then I I'll not only fail at what I'm attempting to do but by taking the energy off of what I'm doing I'm going to fail at that too but without trying to put your focus into that thing that you feel passionate about you're failing anyway without trying something there's no action without action we actually can't manifest anything there has to be some kind of action and i said in the beginning i said um we must vibrate with the frequency of that which we're trying to create right well how do you create that vibration how do you change your vibration at all well if you're trying to change your vibration you have to align yourself with what it is with the vibration that you're trying to create or attempt um really a big manifestation tool is surrounding yourself you know like we talked about surrounding yourself by people that can help lift you up and not only just because they're nice people but because they're actually interested oh yeah gen genuine people who actually care about you uh loved ones whether that's friends or family or you know whatever that looks like for you yeah. um also we can change a vibration by thinking happy thoughts we can change your vibration by listening to uplifting music. We can change your vibration by practicing breath work. And I think the breath work is an excellent tool to learn how to change your vibration, to learn how to um, do different things with your body, how to control your body better, how to be in your body better. Well, yes, because you got to breathe through your body. Your, your breath takes you where you're trying to go. Like with yoga, you... You use the breath, and it gives that ease of movement. It's only when the when you can control the breath that those impossible poses seem possible. Because in the beginning, when you know you're going out from a uh, fitness junkie's mind's mind point, you're just trying to run through yoga poses. It doesn't work. You have to engage the mind, the body, and the breath. You have to be able to flow through it. That's why it's called a yoga flow. Who? This is a lot. There's a lot of information, a lot of stuff to think about, a lot of stuff to ponder on. Yeah, but it, it well, is all very simple, though, all at the same time. What do you do when it gets to be too much? Like, it's a lot of information. It can be overwhelming. You know, find stillness. Stillness and breath work. That's, breath work is such a good tool to, to find that baseline 
Like, you want to manifest from a place of chaos? No, you want to manifest from a place of stillness. You want to find the stillness. And it's only in the stillness, I believe, that we can hear those great inspirations, that divine clarity, the divine guidance. It's only in the stillness, I tell my children, that we can hear the angels talk. And, and that, that can be, you know, literal or not for you. Yeah, because that's where you're going to get a rational mindset. You're, you can't come from a place of chaos and expect to have good results. Your first step, anytime things get overwhelming or hard, spiel to try to get yourself back to the baseline. The place Control still, the breath. Yes. And think about when you're stressed out or panicked or in a bad place, the breath picks up, the heart rate picks up. So what do we do? We understand that, okay, these are the symptoms of, of stress, of ca uh, <laughs> chaos, and, chaos stress. and stress. So let's alleviate them first. And for us, it's breath work and it's sitting and it's observing our breath. Box breathing is such an important tool to take you know, the inhale, the hold, and the exhale, and then you balance it. I like to do 10, 10, 10. So inhale for 10 seconds, hold it for 10 seconds, and then exhale for 10 seconds evenly. Do a couple rounds of that, and it brings me back to that baseline pretty quickly. Well, when, when you lengthen your inhale and your exhale, uh, specifically your exhale, I believe, I'd have to check that. Um, you are actually releasing, you're triggering your brain to release chemicals that calm everything down. Like, for breath of fire is the exhale, and you eradicate or things like that. You're rapidly pumping the exhale. I, for me, I, I look at it as clearing. Like, that's how I'm releasing the garbage. I'm breathing it out of myself. That's how I envision it. And also, that's how it ties into manifestation. If I want to manifest a clearer day, that's how I visually manifest it. I literally breathe it out. Yeah, I love that. Breathe in light. Breathe out love or breathe in love, breathe out light. Either way, whatever works for you. So, do you know what's important, Justin? Huh? Acceptance, practicing acceptance. Now, what does that look like? When we started our yoga practice, uh, I did have goals that were, I knew were gonna be pretty far into the future, probably. I tried not to give myself um, goals that I couldn't, that I couldn't reach. I had to be honest with myself. I'm not going to be the same person. I don't have the same body that I did when I was 15 years old, you know, a cheerleading practice. And I don't really want to be that same person either. It's like me, like, I don't, I can't expect myself to go into a weight room and lift like I did when I was 330 pounds. I just don't have the same body. But nor do I even want the same body. I'm a, I'm a whole new person. So like, I had to drop some things from my priorities to become a new like for now range of motion mobility things like that are more important to me than going in the weight room and benching 500 pounds yeah we have to we have to know where we are and accept where we are before we can make any changes and move forward and i just want to say that accepting where we are doesn't mean that it's not going to change in the future it doesn't mean that you're giving up it doesn't mean anything like that accepting where you are is a healthy thing to do and it's a good thing to do and the only thing you can do if you want to move forward yeah. well part of that too is like you read a lot about dropping the ego now what is that is the ego your drive or is it that thing that gets in the way 
for me, I look at it as a thing that gets in the way because all I want is I want to keep moving towards my goals. The ego is the thing that says, oh, you deserve more, you deserve more. But no, I'm in the situation that I'm in right now because I put myself there. The ego is the, like, you need this without working for it. No, if I want something, I have to work for it. I need to step in that direction. I don't deserve things for no reason. Nobody does. But that doesn't mean that work is always hard either. No, and that's why you got to find your recipe for, for life. What does it look like? Everybody's recipe is going to be different. And for me, the things that I consider enjoyable for somebody else might be torture. Oh, but, yeah. But, but <laughs> I'm, I'm here to tell you that's true. But that's part of my recipe. But my recipe is a little different. Like, while we have the same goals, our roles are different. And... Um, I'm a mom and a woman, and I don't know if that makes a difference, but... Well, it does, because, you know, even as parents, we have separate jobs. Like, I'm the dad, you're the mom. Right. So I have to deal with all the boo-boos and all the Uh, the mom stuff. And I'm the one that tells her, it's all right, let's suck it up. We'll be tough. But she needs both of those. She needs that. Yeah, they do, because the balance, the balance that that creates... We also have to accept other people and for how they are and who they are. I know um, as a mother and a, and a partner or a wife, I, I have to run around all day and clean up after you two and, and take care of you when you're sick and, you know, when things don't go well, when you, when you guys get skin knees, metaphorically or literally. And I like that, and that's one of my ingredients for my recipe is is being able to be a good caretaker and accepting that you are a mess. I mean, you make a mess and that's you. I don't expect you to not be that way. I don't expect her to not be that way. Though she's really good now about organizing things and whatnot. Um, Yeah, because you you have to accept others for their role too, or it's not, your life's just not gonna work out. If you spend your whole life just trying to put other people in the role that you want them to be and that's all you're going to do and you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah, and no one will ever probably fit that. And that's just like, that's happened to all of us at some point in time, I'm sure, where, you know, we've heard we should be this way or should be that way and we're not that way. And and that's okay. So we're accepting ourselves and we're accepting everyone else in our current situation uh, you have to accept your current picture so that you can create a new picture and a realistic one and that's why we have to drop the ego and our it has to come from a place of truth like we said and and we have to know our truth we don't always really know our truth because we it can be clouded with different expectations of others that come from others um things that we see on social media or things that we see on tv things that we think we ought to be all of these ideas that we should be measuring up to when in reality what do you really think about that because that's not really your truth that's things that you see that doesn't make you who you are yeah what makes you you how do you find that out meditation is a great tool for that meditation and a daily practice and you know we keep talking about finding the stillness and breath work but really that's how you find these things you can't find yourself by looking at other people right we'll never find ourselves by looking outside of ourselves the answers really truly are within us and until until we can go within we're not going to find that peace that we're searching for Well, because you could look to others for inspiration but you can't make their recipe your recipe 
Sure, because every single recipe is going to be specific to each person. And that's why this kind of work is so personal. It's personal and it can, it can be um, vulnerable. I know I was doing a practice one day. It was a video. It was a, an Adrian video. Um, and she started with the feet and she made a comment that that was a place where she's noticing classes that women often break down when they just start working on their feet. And I did. I just broke down. I started crying. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And then she kept explaining as we're rubbing our feet and we're working on our feet. And it was because I felt bad because that was the first time I had touched my feet. And I couldn't tell you how long aside of, you know, putting on lotion or taking a shower. And I felt really bad about that. And I didn't like the way I felt. So I took that realization and, and I gave myself, you know, some self-care tools that helped me, that, that became part of my recipe for my happiness, for my better life. And your happiness is important for manifestation. And it's not a selfish thing, but we have to have a general level of happiness, a general level of joy. If we're one of those people that will look for the negative and everything, how can we manifest? Because all we're doing is we're blocking things out. Every time that we look for the negative angle or the reason as to we can't, we've all... We've defeated. already blocked it out. Yeah, you're done. So you got to figure out how to have a realization, figure it out, and then move past it. You can't carry it with you throughout the day. That's why it goes back to the breath work and finding that baseline where... That clarity. Yeah, that clarity. So that's why you, you can't come to a realization and be like, oh, okay, this is where I messed up, I messed up, I messed up. Okay, figure out where you messed up and then move past it. What Justin likes to say, how are you stuck and how do you get unstuck? And those are great questions to ask when you're in any kind of situation whatsoever. I mean, that when I heard him say that the first time, I don't know what the situation was, but it was with our daughter. And she, she's calling out for us every two minutes. And he says, how are you stuck? Now, how do you get unstuck? And I was like, man, that is brilliant. It's because she's not going to learn anything if we jump to every desire that she has. Because all she's learning is, oh, mom and dad will fix that. Right. You're totally right. And I think it's fantastic that that's where your brain went. <laughs> and now she now she thinks that way. Well, yeah, because you have to think about yourself in that situation. Okay, if you were a, a kid and you were frustrated, okay, yeah, my parents might help me this time. But you want to be able to do things for yourself. You want to be more independent. You want to be stronger. We always want to be better versions of ourselves, right? That the goal. Right, and that's our job as parents is to teach them, you know, how to do things and hopefully how to do things better, you know, better than what the way we did it and better than the way every generation wants better. Every generation should be a little bit better. Yeah, they should be. They should be. That doesn't... Doesn't mean we're always going to be, I guess, but yeah. I would I, like to think that... And that also goes back to you can't try to fit people in the roles that you provide for them. You have to accept them for who they are because it's your journey. You know, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, there's some things that just aren't right for some people, and they never will be, and that's okay. And and asking those people to do certain jobs or certain roles, it's never going to work out. So we have to make sure that those of us that are in control of things like that, that we're being mindful and paying attention and accepting others for who they are and accepting ourselves for who we are. Well, that's a great point, too, because not everybody has control over themselves at all like some people they have absolutely no control so it's up to the people that 
you know, that do to, to kind of guide the world in a, in a better direction. You can't look... I, I, I talk to a lot of people that say, oh, like, the world is just so closed down, they're asleep, they're asleep. That might be true, but is that not... I don't believe that. Well, no, but that might be true for a lot of people. And it's not that they'll never be there, it's just they're not there yet. And it's your job, if you are an awoken person, yeah, I do to believe help that. them get there. I do believe that. I do believe that those of us who who have reached these, these understandings, yeah. it is up to us and it is our responsibility to push that information and to put it out there for the world because I, I know that I struggled. I struggled hard for a long time in life and I don't want to struggle anymore and when I realized that I didn't have to struggle anymore that it was it was a choice. We, we also come from two different worlds. Vastly different. So we had to learn how to talk to each other you know like we got along as far as fitness goes and, <laughs> and all that like with that what that's our biggest thing we we love being physical and that was what brought us together you know more than that you know just but that was the it's something base. we've always done together physical things but socially we just had different languages essentially we were saying the same thing to each other just using different words and getting caught up in it we were button heads <laughs> all over a word yeah, it was the dumbest thing because it didn't really matter. It, she always says to me, what are the facts? The facts are, at the end of the day, we're going to go to bed together. Together. Together, always. The facts are, we love each other and we know that. And that's never going to go anywhere. Yeah, so the little details in life, it's not that they don't matter. They just become less important under that. Yeah, so what are your facts? What is your foundation? What is important to you? Like, what is true at the end of the day, every single day, no matter what? I like to say there's things going on out in the world. We call it the Maya sometimes, which came from the Bhagavad Gita. So you have to decide what, what ideas are of the Maya and what aren't. And because I don't want to get trapped in any illusion that comes from, I want to say man-made ideas. But I want to come from a place of truth. So that truth in my heart is... The facts. One, I know that I'm going to love him tomorrow, I'm going to love him today, and I'm going to love him 10, 20,000 years from now. It's just always been the same, and it's always going to be the same. Well, that goes both ways. That's why we can't really stress out over the so, little things. like. So when he does something that makes me mad, I know that I'm still going to love him just the same. And there's no point in me starting a big fight over something silly and stupid because he left the toilet seat up or something left his underwear hanging out over the or or missed the wash basket he's yeah, notorious for I'm that going to continue to do all of those things and she's going to continue his dirty to socks him. are going to be everywhere yeah and i'm going to still love him so <laughs> well but until i decide that it's important for my recipe to do otherwise if she stopped cleaning those things up and she stopped doing those things for me like with my daughter i would probably be more mindful about them but i know i have her and that's part of my recipe but that's not me trying to put a role onto her that's my that's, role yeah that's just accepting what is but i also clean with her he does yeah and yeah. that's also part of our recipe is helping each other it's partnership uh, no matter what that looks like or no matter what it is, even if it, especially when it's the stuff that I really don't want to do. I know she probably doesn't want to be doing it either. Of course not. But I'm always there to jump in if I need to. Well, you brought you brought the Gita, and there's something in the Gita that I think really helps for me. There's three modes, the mode of goodness, the mode of passion, and the mode of ignorance. 
So in anything that I do in life, I can kind of apply it to, well, what mode is this in? If it's not in the mode of goodness, then I probably shouldn't be doing it, especially if it's in the mode of ignorance. But I love that, the simplified version like that. Well, for me, the hardest part, though, is getting over the modes of passion, right? Because they feel good. Yeah, but though they don't always feel good. That's I, true. I, anger's in a mode That's of passion. That's true. That's true. Yeah, anger's in a mode of passion, but that doesn't get us anywhere. You get passionately angry because you want to protect somebody. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it's what's best. It's definitely not always in the road to the the best and the clearest No, I path. think that love is probably the best answer always. However, it doesn't always play out that way. Well, also in the Gita, where... You know, why are we been talking about this? It's a podcast about yoga. But in the Gita, <laughs> you know, the answer is to strive for yoga. And I believe Union that, with God. Yeah, union with yourself, union with God, union with something higher than yourself. Sometimes you got to step out of the, the maya, as they call it, the illusion, so that you could understand it a little bit better. Like anything else, you take some space from it so you can understand it a little bit better. Yeah. And we, we did step out of the world for a long time. You know, before we started our Instagram... Uh, the Nacho Guru's account, we, like I said in our previous episode, we didn't have social media or anything for almost a decade, and we didn't really branch out into the world at all for almost a decade. Like, we didn't, we were kind of like in a cave, and I'm grateful for that because... We're Nacho Gurus. Because <laughs> you're, you're your own guru. That's what that means, Nacho Gurus. It just means you are your own guru and all of the information and all of the wisdom and all of the knowledge and everything is already in there in you. You're carrying it right now. Everything that you need to live your recipe to find your best recipe, live your best life. Yeah, and I want to see all you guys living your best life. I, I love going on Instagram and, and seeing everybody and seeing the work that they're doing and the projects that they're doing and the comments you know, to each other. The community is amazing. Well, also, too, like, why are they so amazing? Everybody seems accomplished because they're accomplishing goals. So there's joy on their face. They're not people that are out there frustrated because it's not, they're not pushing negativity. They're pushing goals, positivity, and moving forward in the and right direction. And they're reaching out to each other yeah. and, and talking to each other and lifting each other up. It's, it's a beautiful thing, and I'm, I'm just so happy about it and excited. Also, if you pay attention to it, everybody's so different, but we all have a common goal. Like, socially, we have to learn how to speak each other's languages. Uh, especially from country to country, there's things lost in translation. Oh, there's that, a lot, yeah. That at first, we're like, what? What's they But now, now, now we can say, we're like, oh, okay, they're from, they're from India, or they're from... So it's not that they're saying anything bad, it's just things that are lost in translation. Yeah, there was a couple of times I know that... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's what they mean, honey. No, it definitely was And even if it was, I mean, it's not, you know, we just want to be kind and be happy with everybody oh yeah we don't need to react to everything in the world no in reality we shouldn't that's my goal actually to not react anymore to observe and then act if necessary yes because what happens when we instantly react to things is we're just feeding things yeah and then we're not even in control no we're not we're letting our body and our brain control we're not putting the mind into it well we're letting outside circumstances control how we feel our body and our, and our brain. We're, we're not allowing ourselves to be what we need to be as our best, to be clear. And uh, again, yoga though is a great place for anybody to start because these, these concepts can go pretty deep and it's taken us years to even get here. Yeah. Start with yoga. Yeah. yeah. 
it, come to the stillness. Find your stillness. And that might take a while. It might yeah. take you five minutes. I don't know. Or it might take you five years before you find a moment of stillness. But that's up to you. It's practice. And that's what we tell everybody, my answer. If, if it's not love, it's practice. Yes. And, and having daily practices of, of accepting yourself, loving yourself, being mindful. Daily yoga practice. <laughs> Oh, it looks like we're out of time. I guess we're going to have to get into the daily yoga practice on next week's episode. Yeah, but don't forget to check us out every Monday in July at the Munslay Coffee Bays, brought to you by Normal Coffee on Instagram, hosted by Tito and Yoga. Hey, so contact us. You can send us a DM on Instagram. Remember, that's at Nacho Gurus. We'd love to hear from all of you. We want to know what do you want to talk about. What do you want to hear us talk about? Also, we'd love to talk to some of you guys on here. Yeah, we, we'd love to know who's listening and, and what you're doing. So get a hold of us. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your ideas. And we want to know what you, what's going on. Be our friend. Let's make the world a better place together. Yeah. We love you guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you.